Hi guys. I have some fun on here. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show. What, what are we doing up there in the booth? Mine is way too loud. Mine's kind of low. I, I guess it's okay. Jeez. Okay. We, what? <laughs> what? You good over there now? Yeah, I'm good now. All right. So we're on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. When we're off for a few weeks, things get moved around. Oh, okay. So anyway, if you guys didn't know. Oh, wait. Where's your Skyhawk After Dark lingo? I don't have one today. What the fuck, bro? I got, I got a headache, dude. So? Skyhawk after dark. Huh? <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sure the boss man listening is is appreciating your enthusiasm for his network. So so what was your jingle today? Skyhawk. Oh, baritone. After dark. Going baritone. Okay. It's like Elvira. Wow. <clears throat> All right. So if you guys didn't know, no, I, I scared everybody off. Yeah. I am the world famous icon living legend herself, Kimber Haven. What no applause on that booth? Fuck you too. <laughs> do you do you have your fucking board set up? I do. Okay, you just holding out. Fuck you. I've fuck got a you, new board. Boy. I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. So anyway, guys, who who do I got? Who's my co host over here? It's me. It's Lexus. Hi. Uh, little Miss Enthusiastic today. Listen, I got a headache. You just not feeling it? Just not feeling I it? I got a fucking headache. I don't want to go to work. I just want to fucking chill uh, with my headache. That's all. Okay. You think you'd want better company than your headache? Well, I don't want the headache. I want it to go away, but you know. <laughs> All right, let's go to the booth. Who's up in the booth? Come on, who's running the who's running the show today? You have the all powerful. Oh Raven Jesus Rock. Christ! Oh, you, uh, it's okay for you to talk yourself up, but not anybody else. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make. There well, you go. How does that have relevance, Booth? I, I run this booth because it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Having, oh, that's a stretch. Having to fucking wow. deal with you. That, fuck, that was a stretch. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. That was a long hey, journey down you. that road. I'm, I'm limited with the amount of fucking things I have to use here. That, then what the fuck are you doing up at You're the fucking limited. engineering booth? Your limit is only what's on the internet. No, I'm <laughs> limited to what does app have. You'd make a shit DJ, man. 
I'm limited with the amount of songs I can play. So there's like the three songs in a rotation. She would play Let's Make Love for the Father-Daughter Dance. (laughs) uh, uh, And she would only, she would put it on three rotations. She's got to play songs three times a piece to make her stretch. She's only got five songs total. You want to run this shit? (laughs) You know who she reminds me of? If you had to run this shit, there wouldn't be a fucking sound effect. The guy on The Wedding Singer that keeps singing the same song over and over again. I need time. (laughs) So, okay. We always start our show traditionally every week when we actually do a show. Uh, That's another thing. I want to fucking jump Rodney's ass because he says it's been almost a month. It has not. It's been two fucking weeks. Half a month. We, We broadcasted two weeks ago, fucker. I don't know what's wrong with your math. Two weeks ain't no month. But anyway, um... Dead news. So, do we have any dead news this week? I mean, none that we really care about. The um, black guy from... uh, Fuck, I forgot what the show is. Because I don't even watch it. Um, (laughs) The black guy. Yeah, I think you watch it. It's with the new Adam Sandberg show. Oh, Reno 911. Not Reno. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's the, the Adam Sandberg yeah. cop comedy. Yeah. Yeah. The older black man from there that plays the... Uh, captain. The captain died. Eh. Does anybody care? You know, I I'm found sure his family out, cares. I found out I lost somebody almost a year ago that I didn't even know, and it's sad. Did you find him? Did I find it? <laughs> Fuck you. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's what it's oh. called. And his name is Andre Braher. Yeah, nobody's going to remember that. His family well for a couple generations and he'll poof. Wow. I'm you, just saying. You're a ray of fucking sunshine. Man. I know, right? So who'd you lose, Raven? I've shown you multiple videos mm-hmm. of Jim Connor. Who? There's Jim Connor one. I love that movie from the eighties. Shut the fuck. I love Jim Connor. I love Shut Jim Connor, where he beats everybody up no, with his you gymnastics. Have, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> Jim Connor was a good movie. <laughs> Obviously, you don't like Jim Connor. It's those car acrobatics videos where the guy's driving through like L.A. and I've shown them to you too. I think. His guy's name is Ken Block. Well, I wondered why he hasn't come out with another Jim Connor. It's because he died back in January. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't give a shit, but it's not, <laughs> this ain't about you, bitch. <laughs> Jim Connor was better. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, hey, uh, Jared from Subway gets out in five years. You think Subway rehire him? I don't fucking care. <laughs> you think they'll rehire him? No. Why not? <laughs> I think they actually want to sell sandwiches. Yeah, but, you know, maybe that would sell sandwiches. Look at Trump. He's been pretty successful. <laughs> I mean, if they brought him back and says, yeah, Jared's our spokesperson again. Fuck you. Watch, there's Subway sandwiches go through the fucking roof. People go, Subway's so cool. Word for fucking Trump. I don't get it either. I don't fucking get it either. So, 
Are you guys ready for Christmas? I want it to be over already. Why? You don't love Christmas? I just I have to work. <laughs> I have to work Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. <clears throat> okay, okay. Let's talk about Christmas. This, tis the season to talk about Christmas. So let's talk about Christmas, all right? So um, how was your Christmas, Lexus, growing up? Were you, did you have good, awesome Christmases? Good memories? Uh, there were good memories. I just didn't have awesome Christmases like you would. Fuck you. It's true. How about you, Raven? Did you have good Christmases growing up? I good, did good too, memories? but I didn't have Christmases like you. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, I mean, do you have, like, uh, uh, what? what's a cool Christmas memory you have, Lexus? So, my mom wasn't the type that we waited till Christmas morning. No. Uh, we opened Christmas at midnight, all of our Christmas gifts. So our Christmases consisted of all of us six kids trying to stay awake till midnight. And we would play games, you know, we would do all this stuff and we would never fucking make it. My mom would have <laughs> to wake us up and uh, then we would open our Christmas gifts. So if you have such fond memories of Christmas growing up, why are you so bah humbug now? I'm just tired. I'm tired of doing everything that needs, like. But you like on all the decorations, the tree, and everything. You didn't have to do any of that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I didn't. You decorated the house. You made the house look like Christmas threw up. I know, but why are you still <laughs> bah humbug? Because I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it all. Like my view on decorating the outside of the house. Why am I going to spend extra money on electricity so my neighbors can fucking enjoy it? No, no. So you don't believe in catching the spirit of the season? Fuck that. Oh, God. When I was fucking married, I would spend half a day putting shit, climbing all over the damn roof, putting, what is it, the the icicle lights all over the house. You know what I'm willing to do? What I'm willing to do is if we want to decorate the outside... It could be solar, solar powered. Uh, all right, I'm Ra- willing to do that, <laughs> but I'm not willing to pay extra money on my fucking electricity. No, Raven, what's a what's a cool Christmas memory you have growing up? Well, I know with us, it's not even opening gifts. I know after we opened our gifts, we would go to my grandparents' house, and they had right up the street was a uh, school, and they had a really big hill. And all of us grandkids would grab our sleds and we would go up there and go sliding on that hill. That was like a, a tradition. So you went sliding? Yeah, because we actually got snow where we lived. Santa which. didn't jump out of the woods and chop your head off with an axe? No, it wasn't Violent Night. We, we, we went to the <laughs> beach. Kudos, kudos for knowing your shit. We went to the beach and saw Santa in his Santa shorts and, uh, you know, <laughs> hang out. Okay then. Um, <laughs> we didn't get snow. Now, now this is going to get me razzed and a lot of shit from you girls because you're always poking fun at me that I grew up rich. So you're going to fucking just bag on me. But I'm going to tell my memory, you fucks. Even though that I know you guys are going to give me shit about. It. All right. So my we had this big Christmas. No, it was big. Really. <laughs> And my dad had bought... How, how many ponies did you get for Christmas? 
my dad had bought my mom. See, this is why it's, it's, I told you guys I'd be bagged on. My dad had bought my mom a $1,500 camcorder for Christmas. And uh, I, I remember the present because uh, she lost interest because where she could film home movies because I guess she needed a hobby. She never had to work. Um, but after a couple of weeks of playing with it, she completely lost interest. And uh, How old were you, five? <laughs> my parents didn't have a camcorder till I was like 16. I was. My uh, parents have never owned a camcorder. <laughs> it was one of those huge ones that sit on your fucking uh, shoulder like a uh, fucking newsman carry around. Yeah, like, see, my parents never had one till they came out with like the high eight ones. Yeah, I mean, this was back <laughs> in the 80s. That's why it was $1,500. It was one of those monstrous ones. I, I guess in nowadays money would be more like five, six grand. But uh, yeah, it was one of those monstrous ones that fit on your shoulder. But my mom, after a couple of weeks of doing some stupid home movies, she got tired of it because it was big and cumbersome and heavy, and she got bored easily and was ADD. But the reason it's such a vivid memory for me is because it started something with me. I asked her if I could play with it, and she didn't really care, and she let me play with it. And I learned how to use a big camcorder, and I started writing and filming home movies with my friends, and it changed my life. And that, that I remember vividly that Christmas, that gift influenced the way my life went. And it made me want to be a filmmaker because she allowed me to play with her gift from that Christmas. I remember seeing it when she opened it and my eyes lit up. I'm like, oh my God, I wish that was my present. And I had never even thought about making movies till I saw her open that gift. And I became obsessed with it. And I watched her play with it. And as I knew what my mom was like, that she would get bored with toys. And as soon as she did, I asked her, can I use it? And I jumped on the opportunity. And as soon as I saw the camcorder, it was love at first sight. I never even thought about it. But as soon as I saw it, all I could do was write movies. And all these ideas started coming to my ha- mind. And I'm like, I want to make films. Yeah, I never really got a present like that, and I was joking about the we went to the beach thing. Um, one of my favorite Christmas memories was not even something that my parents did. It was something that the city did because, um, you know, we lived in California. There was never any fucking snow. It barely got into the 50s. And so one of the things that the city did was they would rent this. <laughs> I know Raven had some harsh Christmases. They would rent this trailer and they would put a sleigh on it. And it was the police department. The police would escort Fuck Santa. The cops. They would escort Santa around to all the fucking kids, neighborhood kids. And they would come up to the street and they would ask you what you wanted. And then they and went out of, around the corner where the cameras couldn't see them. They beat the shit out of Santa. Put me in handcuffs. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck cops. Cops are your this, friends. This was before I knew. The cops were only white people's friends. <laughs> that I was different in cop size. <laughs> you know, before I was put in handcuffs. Okay, so let me ask you both a question. Where? Okay, Lexus, you go first. Where did you guys go for Christmas? Who hosted your Christmases? We did. Okay, so you were the spot. Yeah. Why? Because you were the only one in your family that had a house? 
No, I mean my my cousins had a house. My grandma had a house. The the thing is, why were you looked at as the the place to host? We the had Christmas? the large lot. Okay. We had a huge front yard, a huge backyard, and you know we would move all the furniture. And inside, everybody would always come over, and it was a party place. Well, you know. I, I've seen how many Mexicans you can fit into a car. I would hate to see how many you can cram into I mean, a house. I mean, we had a huge lot. <laughs> You're so fucked up. All right, Raven, when you were growing up, Christmases, where'd you go? Who who hosted? Well, when we got up at like four in the morning, we would open up our gifts at like seven and then we'd get dressed up and... Like 10 or 11, we'd go to my grandmother's house on one side, have lunch, open up gifts there. And then at like 3 or 4, we'd go to my other grandmother's house. And so you didn't have a, like six or a seven. big family Christmas, like where your all family came? That would be at each grandparent's house. So, you, well, that's not really a big family Christmas. No, like, it's kind of like a yeah, segregated everybody, Christmas. Everybody came over yeah. to our house. Like for my, my family hosted, but we had, we had a really big house. Well, my <laughs> we had a banquet. My room. grandparents on one side hosted all the kids and grandkids on that side. And then my grandparents on the other side hosted the other side. You know, now I see things differently. I had though. a b- very big family on both sides. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. Don't get me started. My, you you my, had a big family. My dad, I'm fucking Mexican. My, <laughs> my dad had nine brothers and sisters. She can fit more people in her fucking car on the way to the goddamn Mexican store than in your whole family tree, motherfucker. <laughs> They they she fucking said, spit out babies like motherfuckers, she man. She said I had a big family, bitch. Please, <laughs> I did. Yeah, okay. This sounds really bad, but we hosted because because we normally had the big dinner in our banquet room. Growing up, uh, not the goddamn. I'm about to say this, and it sounds so fucking horrible. God, it's not only sounds pompous; it sounds racist as fuck. Fuck. Okay. Growing up, I my best memories were in the plantation. Oh, Jesus Christ. House. Jesus Christ. That's horrible. Uh, my parents had bought a plantation. Of course they did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> my white parents bought a plantation. In, in my defense, we had no black people working on it. Fuck both of you. Did I'm you already have uncomfortable. Mexicans working in the fucking kitchen no. and cleaning your house? Yes. Yeah. That's yes. what I fucking thought. Yes, we did have Mexicans clean. Fuck you both. I God damn Why it. Why are you mad? My ancestors cleaned your fucking house, bitch. Because I'm already fucking feeling racist as fuck. God damn. Yes, I... I kind of grew up in a plantation, in a big plantation manor house, and we had a banquet room where we held... So my, and you know what is really fucked up? You still got a Mexican killing your fucking house. <laughs> and so, yeah, my family would get together and all come to the plantation. My white family, Jesus Christ. And we would have um, Christmas, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, next time you take your kids to, uh, to get pics with Santa, did we, do we ever take Seth? Um, we only did it a few years and that was because it was our, the casino Christmas party. It was kind of a sad party. Thing yeah. And, and how about you? Did you ever take your little ones to go see Santa? A couple times when they were small. 
Well, I got to thinking about it. I, I, I started thinking, I want you to keep something in mind before you take your kids to go see Santa. Being Santa is a dream job of a pedophile. It is their life dream to be Santa. How many Santas do you think are pedophiles? That job doesn't pay well. If you want that job, there's a reason. That's all I'm saying. And the reason is you like kids platonically or sexually. I would say Santas are probably a 50-50. I don't know. Some of those Santas go all out and they actually have the real ass. Beer. Some of them. Yes. Some of them just love kids, <laughs> yeah. but, but I would say at least half of them wanted that low paying job because they love kids. I'm not saying all Santas are pedophiles. I'm just saying that there is a high likelihood that a large number of them are. Um, and black wanted to know if you have a Butler named Steven. I did not have a butler. My parents did not have a live-in maid. We had a cleaning service. I'm going to make you feel even worse. Do you know your maid's name? I never saw her. I was at school when she stopped by the house. She had a key. She would come in. It was like a housekeeping at a fucking hotel. Mm. It was a service. She would stop by like once or twice a week. I don't even remember how many times a week she was there. All I would know is when I would come home, all my fucking laundry would be done and my bed would be made um, a couple of times a week. Because even though Uh, your mom didn't work, she couldn't possibly clean the house or uh, fucking do laundry. uh, All I know is my beat-off socks disappeared. uh, (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, actually. Uh, You guys give me too much shit. You know, something that you can handle as a kid that you just can't handle as an old person, eggnog. I never liked eggnog. Oh, eggnog is a young person's game. Oh, Jesus. My ex loved it, and I'm like, it's fucking raw eggs. It, it's a young person's game, you know. You drink, you, see, you you might have been, uh, I okay, Lexus, you got to chime in on this one. Because I was just saying that things that you can handle as a kid that you can't handle as an old person is eggnog. Well, and it's you, a young person's game. For you, it's just hot sauce. It's like when I was younger, I could well, chug fucking eggnog. I, I know you don't want to hear this, but eggnog is a white person thing. We didn't do eggnog. I don't do eggnog. And according to you two, I'm the whitest person on earth. You are. You are. And I don't drink eggnog. And I did not have a sassy maid named Florence. No, I had a cleaning service. God damn, I wasn't rich rich. I wasn't Jeff Bezos rich. My family well, was not rich. Of course, rich. you weren't rich. Your parents were. My family was not rich. We were middle class. We were upper middle class, but we were not rich. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Guys, chill. I did not have a butler. I did not have a limo. I did not have bodyguards. Oh, what did your mom drive? What did your mom drive? A nice upper middle class car. Uh Uh-huh. What what was it? What was the make? Uh, It's a Mercedes. Mm, mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Raven, do you know what your mom drove? The first new car my mom ever bought was a 1984 Chevy Nova, and it was basically a an American Toyota Tercel. Well, fuck you, because my parents never owned a new car. <laughs> they owned a Ford Econovan. That's nicer than a Toyota Tercel. It wasn't new. 
it makes it worse it, if I say my dad bought me my first six, six cars. cars. Yeah, six. But, you know, he he did well for himself in life. <laughs> it was not a fucking Rolls Royce. I love him, Black. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And Chico, the driver, drove them everywhere they wanted to go. So uh, we were talking before the show about aging and bathroom things. And I want to talk about it on the you show. Know, because all the really yeah, sexy conversations you can have. Because we always talk about the bullshit you go through as you get older. And because of our age group, we're just getting into the oh, older. Guys, guys, I have to tell you this story. It was hilarious. So the other day I'm, you know, making something to eat and I was going to make soup and, and uh, grilled cheese, but then I, I'm working out right now. So I realized it doesn't have really nutritional value. So I said, I'm going to make tacos. So I made tacos. I'm bringing Kimba her tacos. And she says, do we have hot sauce? I'm like, we have 57 <laughs> fucking hot sauces. What do you want? And she said, the red hot one. I said, Red hot? What are you talking about, red hot? And I look in the refrigerator, and it's fucking Frank's sauce. Gross. I said, it's buffalo sauce. That shit's for wings. It's not hot sauce. And she says, but that's all I can handle right now. That's pussy sauce. <laughs> okay, Did so. you want to put that on your vagina? Yeah, well, <laughs> now that you guys are just bagging on me. Uh, now that I've gotten, you know, to be 50, I've realized that I judge whether it's going to be a good day much differently now. If I take a poop and I have no issues, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> I'm realizing that it's so few and far between that I wake up and just have a poop that I'm like, that wasn't too bad. And I go on with my day. That was actually fairly relaxing and pleasant. No, a good poop is hard to come by these days. So when I get a good poop, it, it, it makes my day good. You know, I can tell what kind of day she's having when she comes over to my uh, house on Fridays. If she doesn't spend half the night in the bathroom. Bad poop if, days are bad. Oh. If she doesn't have to poop before she leaves. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Do, do you girls do the same? Because I will literally judge. Here's the thing. She must really have to go, too, because you don't have a bidet. Well, she's yes. worried she won't make it home. The 30-minute yeah. drive home, she may not make it. Are it's, you going to get a bidet in your new place? Probably. It's just, just so very, I won't have to hear the bitching. It's just very few foods. Um Don't give me stomach problems. Is that why you're not, you haven't touched the enchiladas I made? I I just don't eat because it's not worth it to me at this point. Eating is an ordeal. Bananas Listen, give me diarrhea. Last night I had popcorn. Popcorn gives you diarrhea. And <laughs> yeah, everything. I, everything you, this much. this would give her diarrhea because I ate it Mexican style. I had my new bottle of tapatio, and I put tapatio all over that bitch, and it was so good. Now I, I wanted to talk about something because i know we have some nerd listeners we have a lot of nerd listeners and this is something that lexus can speak on before she leaves before she has to leave but i want to tell all the nerds out there that have not had this experience 
uh, how horrible it is and how if you've had this experience and enjoyed it, you're a fucking idiot. And that's Comic-Con. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. That reaction. I've been. I had to take my daughter. Comic-Con is the fucking worst. It's hell on fucking earth. I know a lot of you nerds want to go to Comic-Con, but let me explain to you what Comic-Con is. When we went to fucking Comic-Con, we spent about $40 for parking. And they make you park like a mile away from the fucking expo building. Then after spending $40 to fucking park, you got to walk a mile to Comic-Con. And then when you get to fucking Comic-Con, you got to pay like 85 fucking dollars to get in the goddamn door. So by the time you walk in the door between parking and the fucking ticket, you're out like $130. Here's the thing. She bitches about Comic-Con, right? And this was years ago that we went to, went to it because it was in Florida. However... If she had the chance to go to Galaxy's Edge, she would spend three thousand fucking dollars. It would be cheaper than fucking Comic Con. Okay, so well, after to me going to Comic Con, once you got in, it was like going to just nerd store. Oh, it's worse than nerd store because once you spend one hundred thirty dollars just to walk into the building, you don't get nothing for that. Okay. Then what you do is, like you said, it's a big peddler's mall yes. of nerd shit, but it's all. <laughs> Peddler's Mall of the most ridiculously overpriced nerd shit that's available. So you're like going to a goddamn flea market where everything at the flea market is overpriced. It's the opposite of what a flea market should be. It's like a you pay for the privilege of paying more for a product. I, Comic-Con is insane. Well, get ready because Danville is having a Comic-Con next year. What? I mean, what kind of fucking... Loser, is what it just Comic-Con about dressing up and being around other nerds? It's 26,000 population. It's not going to be a huge one. It's going to be at the showroom. And I guarantee all the nerds from the surrounding counties will be there. I, I you, you pay an exorbitant fee to get in. And then all you get to do is walk around a goddamn peddler's mall in a costume, if you like. That's optional. And you get to overpay uh, for every fucking thing you want. So you get to pay for the privileges of going inside to overpay. <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah, why do that when you have all the nerd stuff inside your house? Exactly. That's overpriced. So, um, when I was younger, I don't know if you had this view, but I definitely did, and you remember I did. When I was younger... And I was cocky. I thought mental illness Not you. was. Yeah, you I, was like in the past. I thought mental illness was a sign of weakness. I thought yes. it was a myth. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like uh, you're just a weak person. And as I've gotten older, and I realize now that you're not always in control of your brain. Well, here's the thing: we also grew up in an era. <laughs> Where shit like ADHD didn't, it didn't exist. Your parents would slap you on the back of the fucking head and be like, hey, focus. Yeah, and I, I think it's hilarious. I used to think it, mental illness was a joke cons- considering I'm rife with it. But <laughs> obsessive to the max, just all sorts of fucking mental issues. But I, I was... I was realizing as I got older that you are not always in control. You would like to believe you are. We all would like to believe that we are absolutely in the driver's seat. But there are days I'm sitting there 
and I'm just feeling bad or anxiety. I'm stressing about something. I, and I have to stop myself. And I says, what the fuck is going on here? Why, why am I feeling bad? Why am I feeling so much anxiety? Yeah, you know, these, I don't know why I'm feeling this. These past this few weeks, illogical. I've been feeling anxious. And it's yeah. because this house is a fucking disaster because you've been working on Christmas gifts. It is. And I'm just like, Ugh, I cannot stand when the house look, feels cluttered. It feels like just too much. But have you ever just like gotten this overwhelming sense of depression or anxiety that you knew as a logical person, you had no reason to feel this way at this time. And you had to have a conversation with yourself saying, this is just fake. This is brain chemistry. This isn't real. Yes. Um, recently, my birth control packs got thrown away. And so I had to be off my birth control for like a few weeks. How did that happen? I don't know. It just happened. (laughs) And I didn't want to call and actually talk to somebody at my doctor's office because, ew, gross. (laughs) So I was like, fuck it. I will just stay off the birth control for a while. And my hormones were fucking insane. They're crashing. And I know Raven, Raven totally gets this because we've experienced Raven having (laughs) just sudden waves of depression or anxiety. Or just love, so she has no or control. Love too. Yeah, well, that's usually Dragon Dis. <laughs> oh, fuck off! But she, and even Raven will say, "Listen, uh, I'm just feeling insecure. I'm having a lot of anxiety right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on." Because we'd like to believe that we're actually in control and driving around our own vehicle, but it's not true. There are days where we feel a certain way, and we know damn well as adults, logical adults, that there is no reason. For us to have these emotions right now. But our brain is having them anyway. And we're no longer in control. And we're in this dark space. And we're like, what the fuck, brain? Get it together. And it's like not your fault. This mental shit. I used to think it's just weakness. But now, you know, I have bad days where I know damn well I have no reason to have them. Yeah. I feel depressed or sad or filled with anxiety for no fucking reason. No fucking reason whatsoever. Where I have to have conversations mentally with myself going, there's not a goddamn reason for you to feel this fucking way. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. It's it just fucking, you know, there's times where I'm not in control. And I, I'm not in control of my emotions. Even though there's no reason to be sad, I'm sad. Even though there's no reason to be anxious, I'm anxious. And I don't fucking understand. It seems like it's developed more as I've gotten older. Listen, there's days. See, I've gone the opposite. I used to be the one that was extreme anxiety over shit. And the older I get, the more I'm like, eh, fuck it. See, there's days where I'll be just sitting in my in my chair and the dog will be on my lap and I'll just start bawling. Yeah. I'll just start fucking bawling because I'm thinking about the future and how someday this will go <laughs> yeah. away. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And here's another one. This is one I had recently. I fucking hate people. You know I <laughs> fucking hate people. Everybody knows you hate people. However... I've gotten on this kick lately where I watch these videos where good happens to people. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Because I know I fucking hate people. 
but I like to see good things happen to them. <laughs> you know, M. Black writes in, he says, remember when someone on Twitter said that Robin Williams was a weak coward? Uh, the, the replies to the post were very negative. Now, now, Robin Williams, back when Robin Williams first took his life, I was still of the mindset of mental illness was weakness, and I couldn't wrap my head around how that could happen to a guy who was so beloved by everybody, who, who was just absolutely worshipped, and he had more money. But he 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 wasn't in control. He he had no fucking control of his own emotions. And I've been in that place, not in the place where I was going to kill myself. Although I think I think every person, if you live long enough to reach old age, I think every person can honestly say, if they're going to be a hundred percent honest, that there was a time in their life that they felt that that was their out. There was a time they thought briefly about it because things were so bad. I haven't yet. I have not yet because I just, I don't know. I just don't think that's the way to do it. Yeah, and logically speaking, it obviously accomplishes nothing. And and you, you live to a point where you realize no matter how bad something is, you'll survive it. And you'll go on. And here's the thing. I know that if I did that, I would burden everybody else. Yeah, I mean, when you're... See, like, the only thing I don't understand, I get that Robin Williams had mental illness that drove him to this, and you're not in control, and I've experienced that myself, not to that extent, but other people have it worse. I get that. But at Robin Williams' age, see, I'm always grounded in the fact that no matter how bad something is or no matter how bad I feel, I've lived long enough to have seen the pattern repeat that no matter how bad you think this is, you will recover from this. You will survive. You'll recover. And I think because you do it so many times in your life. I think that's another reason why. Because I'm like, it's been worse before. Like- <laughs> I mean, life is about recovery. It's about achieving something, losing it all. Having to work and well, get it all back, lose it all again. When I had to, after 20 years of marriage, start over again, I thought my life was over. But, what, nine years later? Yeah, nine years later, I now find out that that was when I really, truly started to live. Yeah, what what initially got me to reach out to you in the first place was an extremely dark post (laughs) that you posted on Facebook back when I was allowed to be on Facebook. And you posted such an extremely dark, disturbing post about Uh your state of being that I didn't even know you. And I was extremely concerned with how you were going to continue on this earth. I immediately reached out to you. I said, listen, I'm close by. You definitely sound like you need a friend. If you need someone to talk to, this is my number. Feel free to talk. She fucking called me immediately. <laughs> it, it was when that, the message, I mean, because I didn't know her worst spit, but it was such a dark place she was in. I was like, I need to help this person now or this person won't be around. Yeah. Like we said, you collect stray people. I collect stray <laughs> animals. So I know damn well Raven's been in that place. I have too. Uh, I've, you know, I read Raven's place and it was 
bad enough. It was like, I need to help this person. Like now this person uh, needs was to be pulled I ready out. to commit suicide. I don't know that I was there. I don't think you were there, but you I, were on your way. Was I ready to give up? Yes. You were on your way to getting to that place. I think a few more weeks, <laughs> if you hadn't had a friend, you would have, well, uh, but that was the thing, you know, when you're where I was, you know, when I walked away from all that, I I wasn't born here in Kentucky. So I had no friends here. So I had nobody when I walked away from all that. Yeah, you that it was a frightening text, so uh, a message. So it was like one of those that you read that you don't really know the person, but you know that as a good person, you need to do something now because they're in a place where you can make a difference whether this person stays around or not. So that's the, how I feel about animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're, you're softy with people sometimes. Fuck people. You, you are more about feeling like you're compelled to do the right thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you I don't know, like people. It's, is sad because I used to love when we used to go out. I used to love like uh, uh, waving at kids, making funny faces, making kids laugh. And when I saw a kid uh, fall on his bike in front of uh, us, we were walking and he fell on his bike and he hurt himself. So I ran over and helped him and everything. And the thing is, what's sad is now that I'm a tranny, I can't do that. Well, I was telling her, okay. if I was walking down the street and a little kid fell on his bike and started crying, I would keep the fuck walking. Okay. That's how fucking sad it this, is. I'll bring this up because Kylie is in. Kylie is the trans girl that is lives in Danville that I'm helping. She has two kids. When I went to go pick up all that stuff for you, her kids were there. Her kids came up and gave me a hug and that was weird for me. Because mm-hmm. I have not had any yeah, you don't have with well, children. And here's the thing. It's not just that. It's a different world now. Everybody thinks everybody's a fucking predator. Yeah, but especially we're looked at. I mean, with the MAGA fucks just spreading and gaslighting that we're just fucking groomers and pedophiles, you cannot have any interaction with children in public. Any. Well, As yeah, a tranny. Yeah, but they'll take them to church. Yeah, you need to avoid kids like the plague. If a kid smiles at you, you don't fucking smile back. You keep the fuck walking. If a kid falls on his bike, you keep the fuck walking. You don't bend over and help that kid because you don't do it. My own brother-in-law didn't want me around my two nephews because I was a child molester by proxy because I was trans. Even though there's been no fucking examples of that ever. All fucking child molesters, well, the majority of them seem to be fucking white men. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's fucking pathetic that I can't even interact with any kids anymore just because of what I am that I'll be seeing in society as trying to prey upon them. It's just, you know, it sucks. Yeah, Jared looked fucking normal, didn't he? Well, he's out in five years. You want to hire him? He's going to be looking for a job. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, the manor heat. 
So we, we, we need to talk about how we live in this big house. We haven't turned on the heat once all winter. Fuck that. You know, from turning on that fireplace for the, your heat in that one room yeah, went up a hundred dollars. <laughs> fucking, just you gotta fucking be warm. You Put gotta on fucking, some fucking clothes. Uh, all I'm doing is eating one fucking room. Put on some fucking clothes or get get a you know. How fucking cheap is that? I could just see you guys walking around with like, I I could see you getting a sewing machine out and taking electric blankets and sh- sewing electric blanket pajamas <laughs> and you guys walking around with, with like an extra extension long cords. extension cord. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's not beneath me. <laughs> but we should look into the uh, convection heaters. That's That would be cheaper than that fucking fireplace. That fireplace is expensive. It's cute, hey, but it's expensive. I grew up in big old fucking houses got. in upstate New York. And I told you guys... I told you guys. Okay, and for all of all of you out there in Radio Land, I think we're uber cheap. This place is virtually impossible to keep heated. Um, even if we turn the heat on, it will help. And here's but the thing: it, it's very it's expensive because we have eleven electric. foot heat ceiling. It's not electric heat, which would be different. It's diesel fuel heat. Yeah. It's a fucking furnace. So downstairs in this old mansion, we have this massive tank where we put diesel fuel, which runs our furnace. And it's 11 foot ceilings. And in the main room here, we have an opening, just a wide opening going upstairs to to the upstairs. So all the heat just goes up, just gets sucked up the fucking staircase. So the top of the staircase... It's fucking warm as fuck, mm-hmm. but it's cold in the rest of the house because it keeps getting sucked upstairs. So with the 11 foot ceilings and this big staircase that all the heat goes up, it's impossible to heat this fucking place. No, my parents did. They nailed a fucking blanket on the stairway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not doing that white trash shit. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even fucking thinking about think about it. They nailed a blanket and about an hour before we went to bed because our bedrooms were upstairs, they would roll the blanket up. I was thinking curtains. Oh, uh, Kylie just chimed in. I told you she's the one that I'm helping out. She's the one that gave you all the supplies for your basement stuff. Oh, really? Hi, Kylie. Thank you. Um, uh, That's very sweet that you... you, uh, you know, yeah, and see the first time pass it on down for the first time. I don't have to worry about our pipes freezing because <laughs> she's doing all that. Because downstairs is nice and toasty, yeah, and that's where all our pipes are. It's probably why Kitty's so happy. <laughs> Kitty's not happy. Kitty's only happy when hey, Kitty's getting you gotta go. attention. You gotta go to the restroom. Oh, fuck, fuck, I just fuck. realized what time it was. Okay, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm going. Shit. I was like, I got too into the conversation. So, Raven. Have you heard that Walmart is now going to start locking everything up? Well, I mean, that's just kind of a natural progression. I mean, look at this one in San Francisco. I have I have a picture of it. Because this is what's going to happen to all the Walmarts, supposedly. I could actually see Walmarts doing... Could you see them going to nothing but, like... Pick up. Online orders, yeah. I mean, you could actually go into the store 
but you'd have to wait for an associate to open that up. How fucking long would that take? Do you see, did you see the picture? Well, it came up as a link. Yeah. Jeez, that's like minor shit. That's bleach. Bleach costs what at the smallest one costs about two bucks. That's ridiculous. Let me see if I can get it to not. I don't think they're going to stay open. They keep doing that shit. That's got to be, that can't be everywhere. That's, it started in San Francisco, but I read an article that said they're going to start doing that to all locations. They're going to go out of business. Why are they, are, are they having issues with theft or something? Yeah. Walmart's not making enough money. I know, right? (laughs) Walmart's, uh, they don't look like they're hurting. I I haven't, I mean, Disney's hurting. Fuck Disney. All right, guys, I gotta go. I hope Disney hurts some more, motherfuckers. See you next week. Fucking up Star Wars and fucking up Marvel. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you up your fucking ass, ruining my childhood. Trying to fucking get money and fucking empowering women. It's always got to be about girl bosses. Fuck off, Disney. Fuck off, you girl boss bullshit. Ruined everything. I I mean, since my kids are now adults, I don't really pay attention to Disney. Uh, I wanted to talk about something with you, Raven, because I wanted to tell you about the other side. And that it's not rosy and tell you the things I deal with on a daily basis that I wish I didn't have to. And that's big dick problems. Oh, fuck off. Now, now, see, I knew you'd react like that, but I'm serious. I'm being serious. It's no fun. First off, you know damn well I can't find bikinis to fit me, period. (laughs) I have to wear bikinis uh, the opposite turned around where the ass end is in the front just to have enough room to fit my junk. See, but the bikinis I wear, the ass side isn't any bigger than the front side. Another issue I have uh, all the time that you don't is extremely difficult for me to find panties that fit that I don't fall out of or that are large enough. And the ones I do are never cute. They're all granny panties. I know you stole. So I can't find any good. You stole pants. a pair from me, and I was just like, you know what, keep them. Yeah, because they actually fit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, granny pants are usually my only option because of the size of my dick. Here's another issue I, I I have: sitting on my dick happens no. all the fucking time. I can I can my aim, dick and balls. I can aim mine down, and I never have that problem. Um. Yeah, I'm always saying crossing my legs. I occasionally will have an issue with that. It is extremely difficult for me to cross my legs. But yet, as a woman now, I'm expected to always sit like that. However, it is extremely painful unless I physically move my dick. Now, it, I don't look very ladylike if before I sit down and cross my leg, I sit down and first move my dick out of the way and then cross my legs in public. That's not really how it's supposed to work. So often when I'm in public and I have to sit down, I'm expected to cross my legs. However, I can't just reach down and move my dick. So I just have to crush my balls and my dick 
as I sit there in pain. Because it, it's big dick problems. Now, it used to be worse. Before hormones, I was so big that when I would sit on the toilet, I would have to drape my dick over the top, the rim. Otherwise, it'd fall into the toilet and get all wet and shit. I never had that problem. Yeah. So, the, and um, anal, uh, you, you don't get anal. I mean, for most women, oh, fuck no. I mean, Lexus was like, fuck you. That ain't going up my butt. <laughs> it did twice, made her cry once. <laughs> I mean, it's harder to get decent BJs. It's harder to get anal. It, it's you crush your dick all the fucking time. You don't get comfortable panties. And I have a bulge in everything. I have a bulge in everything I wear. I, I, I wear jeans, fucking girl jeans, fucking huge ass fucking dick hanging down my leg. You look like a chicken jeans. I do not. I can wear leggings, and if I wear the right thong, no one can tell the difference. For for those that haven't heard, because I've told the story a hundred times on this fucking radio show, my dick is so big, it's always been big, and I was kicked out of a water park when I was a teenager because I was wearing a, uh, a Speedo, and they said it was offensive because of the size of my goddamn bulge. <laughs> it's just big dick problems. It's not always fun. It's not always great time. I mean, it f- suits my profession, my chosen profession. Now, that that's with goes without saying. It suits my chosen profession. However, it doesn't it, it doesn't come without its irritations. Is what I'm saying. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. <laughs> My balls will smack together if I close my legs too quickly. Hurts like hell. I know, right? I've got big balls and I've got a big dick. My dick is big. My balls are real big. So, yeah. And another thing is, you know, like chassis devices. You know how difficult it is? I know you have your own problems. I have the opposite problem. You're bragging about having too much fucking money. That's what you're... There are things in my profession that have a big dick. It's a problem. And chassis devices are one of them. It is so difficult to find a chassis device large enough, large enough to fit my dick. I have to like specially look on Amazon and have to take the measurements. I have to be very careful. I have to type in extra large chassis device. (laughs) I have to, I have to Google extra small chastity device. Alexis. I, I didn't tell you this. Raven hits me up. She wants to do a oh, chassis device you. video. So she hits me up saying that she just got a brand new chassis device. However, literally the chassis device is held on by this ring that goes around your nutsack and around your dick. But she doesn't have enough balls to fit it. Even the smallest ring on the smallest ring, her no, balls are too small I, and they just slip right out of the I device. I told her what happens is when I try to pull my balls through, my balls suck up to where they go when you're a baby. and they, It's like they refuse to come out. Because she has baby balls. They refuse to come out. Because they're the size of marbles, so her little baby balls get sucked up inside her. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so she can't wear a chassis device because her balls are too small. And I have I have irritations finding a chassis device because my dick is too big. It's bullshit. Now, 
I, I want to talk to you about this, Raven, because I figure you would have a completely different oh. view on this than I would. Because you're a hell of a lot more social. You're a hell of a lot more adventurous than I am. And you go out in public, which I never leave my fucking house. Well, I try to. You won't ever go anywhere. So here's what I'm going to explain to you my point of view. And then I know, like a Siskel and Ebert, you're going to have a completely different point of view. So I want to hear what you have to say, your point of view, where I can figure out what the appeal is of this, okay? And I want to, I want to talk about these Mountain Dew chugging ex gamers that are coming up with the stupid old person black uh, bucket list shit, bucket list items. Like I, I, you listen to that fucking country Tim Allen song, or not Tim Allen, uh, Tim McGraw song. Uh, I went skydiving. I went rocket mountain climbing. You yeah. Know. And you, you hear about all these bucket four list 4.7 yeah. seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. Like the bungee jumping and <laughs> jumping out of an airplane and shit. Yeah. Now, as if you're an old person and you're saying, I, I have regrets. I want to do that. I never did that. First of all, there are a billion things in life you will never do. Ever. Ever. A billion things. You cannot do everything before you die. What old person will go, you know what? I've lived this long. I, I need to jump out of an airplane. That I need to jump out of an airplane before I die because I've lived this long. The, the stupidity. I need to do a bungee jump. How do you think you lived that long, you stupid fuck? It's because you weren't as dumb as the other people doing that shit. You live to be 60. Because how, you didn't bungee jump. How does that work into being social? Because I have no need. I don't feel like I have to travel to Europe. I don't I don't feel like I have got to jump out of an airplane. I don't feel like I've got to travel here. I don't feel like I've got to see this before I die. I don't feel like when I die, I will have regrets if I don't do this or that or this or see things like that. Now, you are an adventuring sort. I don't want to fucking go anywhere. I definitely don't want to go to fucking Europe and bungee jump or shit. So, you, I want your perspective of things that you will feel like you have kind of failed if before you die, you do not, do you have items that you're like, I really want to do that, that I'm, it, I will have regret if I don't experience that before I die. One big one is I want to go to Australia. Why? Because I want to. Because you like deadly things? <laughs> you like things that will kill you? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Why do you like Darth Vader? I mean, just because you <laughs> I mean, do. Australia is the deadliest place on fucking earth. I want to go to Australia. Why? Because I want to. Okay. Uh, Raven, you're getting hostile here, and <laughs> the stupidity behind this is immense because I'm trying to get your perspective on why you feel like it would be a regret if you didn't go to Australia, and you can't give me one fucking reason why you wanted to go to Australia. If you want to go to Australia to a point that you will regret it if you die and you do not go to Australia, there has to be a fucking reason, goddammit. Because I want to travel before I die. But why specifically to Australia, you fuck nugget? You already know why. No, I don't. I'm asking. I want to see all the places where Mad Max was filmed. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
and you bag on me for being a nerd. And one of your life regrets that you would regret if you left this That's world. That's not the only reason I would go, but <laughs> I want to go. Not see the Mad Max filming locations. That's what I would do while I was <laughs> even, there. Folks, even Lexus behind her in the kitchen is going, wow. I've always wanted to go to Australia. You Okay. You know they can't hear you, but Lexus is saying you want to know why I want to go to Mexico. You want to experience your culture. I want to see what my culture is like. When I went to Mexico when I was younger, I was a kid. Well, well, maybe if your culture had a better filming background, there'd be locations you'd want to go see. But they don't make any good Mexican movies. No, I want to go there, too. (laughs) I'm going there, too. No, I I just, I I find I want to go to Ireland, too. Why do you want to go? Uh, Ireland? That's where my people come from. That's not where your brown nipples come from. Shut up. I'm just saying. You don't know where brown nipples come from. You want to go th- I, I did the research, and brown nipples has nothing to do with eth- ethnicity. Ethnicity. <laughs> You're cracking me up tonight, Raven. <laughs> oh, my God. You're killing me. You're killing me, bro. You're you're earning that bimbo title tonight. Because I want to go. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I want to go see the, and this is something that'll never happen just because I'm a tranny. I want to go see the Pyramids of Giza. I think it would be a... Flies. There's a lot of flies there. I would love to go see, you know, Italy. I'd love to go to Rome. I will never forget that because I had a... uh, I had a childhood friend. He was very rich. Now, he was rich, much more money than I had. And his uh, folks would always go on these extensive holidays. And he went to go see the Pyramid of Giza. I've heard. It's just ridiculous. And he came home, and I, I, I said, well, how was it seeing the pyramids? He says, flies. So many flies. <laughs> he... <laughs> he says that you are literally swarmed Mm -hmm. he says you have to have a brush and because you are swarmed non-stop by flies literally just he says you cannot escape them he says it was horrible he says you are covered with flies at all times i'm thinking to myself that does not sound fun to me Why would people go? They, they don't put that in the tourist brochure. Come down, see the Great Pyramids of Giza and get covered with flies <laughs> all the time. Everywhere you go, your hotel room will have shit ton of flies. It makes you wonder where they come from. And yeah, it makes you wonder where the maggots are, right? Yeah. There's got to be. How are they making so many flies? What are the conditions? Uh-huh. Where are the fuck, uh, fucking conditions in Giza that are making so many goddamn flies? And what the fuck are you going to eat? You better bring some power bars. I yeah. wouldn't fucking eat anything in Giza. Fuck. You eat at least 14 flies trying to fucking no. use your spoon or fork. And you know, there's no way you can eat fast enough that like 14 flies aren't going to land on yeah. your shit, puke on it, Actually, shit on it, my, before you can eat my it. My dad because he fought in Okinawa. Okinawa is the same way. And he says in Okinawa, the flies were so bad that when they were eating their rations, he would open a can of food 
and they would have to eat it as quickly as possible where they ate as few flies as possible because the flies would swarm the food and swarm them as they're trying to eat. So they would have to shoo the flies away, open the can, and as soon as they opened it, eat it as fast as possible and eat as few flies as they could. Yeah, so I, I, I don't get the appeal of the whole world travel bullshit. Plus, can you imagine a 24-hour flight? What hell I, on earth that would be? I watched a documentary the other day about Iwo Jima, and it made me think of your dad because you said he was there. He was there when the flag was raised, yeah. I have two very famous military... I have two uh, people in my family that were at extremely famous military locations during the World War II uh, conflict. Uh, my grandfather was on the Indianapolis when it went down, which is the whole story told in Jaws. He was actually one of the survivors of that disaster that, that they go over in Jaws. And my father was actually present when they raised the flag on Iwo Jima, that big monument, which is fake as fuck, because he says the actual flag was four feet tall. He says they brought in a <laughs> film crew and helicopters, and they picked particular GIs out because they liked their look and they asked them to pose a certain way and they completely posed them for that photo. He says it was completely staged. He says they all got there. They all looked like shit and they put up and they stuck a four foot flag in the top of the fucking mountain. He says, that's how it went. Then we all sat down on our ass and waited. My grandfather was actually on the USS mall during World War II in the, in the Pacific. Um, trying to remember, it was, it did, oh, it was in the battle for, what, Leyte Gulf. But it was never sunk. So, I guess we should talk about some, some stuff in the news, because so much stuff has been going on. Let's talk about good old George Santos first. <laughs> George Santos, poor guy. <laughs> He got booted out of Congress, finally, after the third attempt. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes. The Republicans literally saved him twice. This guy is, is fucking going down for crime. And the crimes. speaker was trying to save him again. It's just insane to me that the Republican Party is just off their fucking gourd. They're just, they've lost their fucking mind. They're a fucking cult of evil now. They're insane. Or the best part, the best thing in the news that happened that I couldn't believe when I watched it was, did you hear about Elon telling all the investors go fuck themselves? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So for all of our listeners that don't know what's going on as if Elon hasn't fucked up Twitter enough, Elon loses all of his major investors on Twitter that are giving him a advertising revenue. He loses them all because he does this huge uh, anti-Semitic tw tweet that gets a lot of backlash where he says the great replacement theory is the truth, which is what all the white people, Jews will not replace us, are chanting about when they do the KKK rallies, the great replacement theory, where they think that George Santos is running an evil empire to, to erase fucking white people from existence, replace them with Jews. It's fucking crazy town. But anyway, Elon Musk perpetuated this on Twitter that that was the truth. So he got a lot of blowback and he lost all of his major advertisers. So he holds this big expo. And the big expo's purpose is where he can tell all uh, potential investors what his plans for X now, 
moving forward are where they can get excited and invest in advertising. So he holds this big fucking expo and he goes up on the stage and then he proceeds to tell every investor, including Bob Iger himself, head of Disney, in the audience to go fuck themselves. Well, he's flipping them all off. Yeah, go fuck. And then he yes. reiterates, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Fucking idiot. What the fuck? He was literally saying, yeah, we're going to go out of business now and it's your fault. Yep. To the investors. It's like, dude, you're here to win these investors. And you know what? Twitter would have been just fine without Elon Musk. They probably would be doing better than they are right now. They'd probably be doing better, but they were never profitable. Well, I don't care. They were not a profitable company prior to Elon, but he was going to make it profitable. However, they are a long way from being profitable now. In fact, they're on the uh, verge of collapsing. Well, that sucks. I'll lose all my followers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> because Elon came in and ruined everything. That's like my primary spot for like advertising. And speaking of fuck faces that uh, have finally gotten what they deserve and have gotten destroyed completely and their lives are over, uh, scumbags have been completely destroyed. And you're going to go to Rudy? Rudy, Rudy gone. Good. It's about good riddance. It doesn't matter if he's going to prison or not, he will never have. Yeah. He's 80. The rest of his life will be spent I, being miserable. I saw a uh, a news article about him, and they said even, even if they take half of what he's going to owe, he's going to be destitute yeah. the rest of his life. He, the, the short time he has left on this planet, that he will be hunted and uh, hounded until he dies. They will make sure he doesn't have a penny to his name. Even the lawyer went on the, the news show and says, we are going to do everything legally at our disposable to take every cent we can. Mm -hmm. And his life isn't worth shit. And another person right there with him, Mike Lindell. Yeah. Oh, fuck him. Mike Lindell has lost everything. And I, I it couldn't I happen was, to nicer guys. I was at my parents uh, right after Thanksgiving. That's why we didn't have the show because... I my I had to see my sister. I don't get to see my sister, but a few times a year. And my parents are very MAGA. And it was funny because there was a few times that they had Fox News on or the Fox News channel. And they are still just every other fucking commercial is my pillow. <laughs> and he's selling all kinds of weird shit that ain't even my pillow. He's trying to save himself. <laughs> Gojira says, I've never seen someone fuck up consistently more than he Elon. That's because Elon could never run a company. He could never develop anything. He was just a rich punk that bought other people's shit that they developed, that they ran. He didn't invent Tesla, people. He didn't develop Tesla. He bought Tesla from other people. Oh, so you're saying he's just a white guy that took other white people's shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does what all white people do, take people's shit. He, he bought people's ideas and then profited on them. What he does, the only thing that Elon is good at, the only fucking thing I will give him credit for, for being clever at, is Elon has one gift and has made him the richest man on earth. He can see an opportunity and know its potential. When one of his friends shows him a new technology or a new thing, Elon has the foresight to go, I need to buy that because that is the future. The only good thing about Elon is he has the talent wow. and skill to identify future 
big he, things he that have, he can buy. He doesn't have the self-control not to fucking run it into the ground, though. Yeah, when he saw PayPal, he saw the potential of PayPal. So he's like, I'm buying that. And then it made him a fortune. Then he sold PayPal, and then he bought fucking Tesla because he saw what these guys were doing in the Tesla company. And he says, you guys are on to something. You're the wave of the future. I'm going to buy you guys out. So what he does is he identifies things that he thinks is the way the world is going. And he, he's a profiteer. He's an investor profiteer that simply buys companies that he foresees having potential value. But he's just a profiteer that identifies future technologies when he sees them developed by other people and says, that has market potential. I can use that. I can make money from that. But he's not changing the world. He's not out for, to change the world to make it a better place. No, he's a profiteer. He's always been a profiteer. He's the same kind of guy that goes in and buys out a company, liquidates it for profit. He's just a profiteer. It's all Elon's ever done. Yeah, he's uh, what? What was that guy's name in the in the what fifties, forties, and fifties? Trying to think of the guy's name. He he was big into airplanes and shit. Uh, went crazy. Uh, yeah, um, can't think of his name now. Now, now you're driving. <laughs> now it's going to drive me crazy. Howard Hughes. Yes, it seems to me like he's trying hard to be Howard Hughes, but he can't. But he's a profiteer that buys companies and turns a profit on them, but he doesn't run businesses. He has no ability to run business. He has no ability to develop anything. So he came in uh, X wanting to run it himself and develop certain things, but that's not where his talents lie. He can't do that any more than you and I could. That's not anything he has yeah. any knowledge in. So he's fucking everything up. When he should have just bought the company with a good management team and allowed them to make it a profitable Well, but he company. came in and fired everybody. Yeah. I mean, because he personally wants, he doesn't personally run Tesla. It's run for him. He has decisions he gets to make, and every decision he does make is bad, like the Cybertruck. <laughs> yes. They're, they're finally selling those. Uh, and they're more expensive than promised, and they have half, half the range is promised. Oh, really? Yes. He's already getting fucking lawsuits over it because all these people that they took their deposits, they promised them a truck. At a certain price point, they came out. It's more expensive with half the fucking distance that they nice. advertised. So now they're fucking saying, give me my fucking money back. He's fucking, he's an idiot. He's an idiot with too much money. How do these fucking idiots like Trump and Kanye and fucking Elon have all these money? Why is it always the dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> in the goddamn world that has all the money? Because they hoard it for themselves. Just a bunch of dumb motherfuckers with too much money. That's why the world's so fucked up. Why'd you take the fucking money away from the dumb motherfuckers? The Trumps and the Kanye's and the Elons. The dumb motherfuckers. Well, They with, shouldn't have any money. They shouldn't Trump, have a gun. With Trump and Elon, I mean, they got their money from daddy. Who the fuck gives a fucking retard a billion dollars? Just You know bad things are going to happen. 
fuck. Stop allowing these fucking retarded people to get this rich. It It's going to go bad for everyone. But with a billion dollars to back it up. And yeah, your, your country's going to get fucked when you got duh, 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 running the fucking show with a billion dollars to, to back up his duh, duh, duh agenda. Fuck. And that's why it seems like we're in this country. We have a duh, duh, duh agenda. Fuck. Especially from the fucking Republicans. Oh, Jesus Christ. That cyber truck is ugly as fuck. Yeah. Does anybody like that fucking thing? All the people on that it's list, ugly. that waiting list. See, I'm a car person. Maybe not as much as I used to be, but I, I I'm still a car. I still consider myself a car person. What's the that market is, for this? That is the ugliest. I mean, literally, it remind. This is what it reminds me of. Back in the early '90s, when they first started coming out with 3D video games like Star Fox. It reminds me of vehicles from video games when they first started making 3D video games. Here's what I never understood about the Cybertruck concept or what Elon was thinking. The kind of people that buy a truck, a new truck, are not the kind of people that buy an electric vehicle. You dumb fucking billionaire da-da-da. The fucking people buying Raptors and fucking big, expensive $50,000 trucks are not the 50. kind of people. 50. Most of the well-equipped new trucks are going for 100 plus now. And the kind of people buying them are not the kind of people that want a fucking electric vehicle. No, they're Jeffro types. Exactly. Yeah. Where's the uh, market for the Cybertruck? Who the fuck is he marketing it to? Exactly. I don't understand it because the people, the market for trucks, the truck market is not a Tesla market. And it's definitely not a Tesla market looking like that. Now, maybe if he made a Raptor looking motherfucking truck, he might be able to get some of the good old boys to go, okay, electric's looking better. But you fucking put that joke on the road and know. no self-respecting redneck would ever drive that fucking thing. Ford, Ford made the lightning and uh, it's not doing too well either. There is not a fucking good old boy on earth that would be caught in a fucking cyber truck. He would never live it down with his friends. He shows up in a cyber truck. They would all fucking Jesus Christ. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking billionaire play toy. Get the fuck out of here. They're, they're hideous. I, I just don't get the market. I don't understand who it's aimed at or who Elon or Tesla as a company feels would be the market that will buy this truck. Go, I need a fucking truck. And I want it to look like that. I want it to look like ass. I want it to look like it out of a Roger Corman fucking 70s sci-fi movie. Yes. That's exactly what the Cybertruck is. Something you see in Death Race 2000 from Roger Corman. 1986 RoboCop. Yes. It's, <laughs> and when it goes by, it makes that noise. Yeah, it's from... Every 80s fucking sci-fi movie is a Cybertruck. He wants us to think it's so technologically advanced. Then why does it look like a fucking modern car from the fucking 80s sci-fi genre? What, what's he going to come out with next? A car with a big glass dome on <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking roof? What the fuck? I mean, the thing literally looks like an 80s sci-fi prop. Or Total Recall. 
The Johnny Cab. That's what he's going to come yeah, up with it, next. It looks like an 80s sci-fi movie prop. It's just so fucking dumb. And it has no market. And I just, he's ruining Tesla. He bought a nice company and now he's going to fucking destroy it. He bought a nice company with Twitter and now he's going to fucking Cochera destroy it. says it looks like a rejected Transformer. <laughs> so, of course, now the Republicans are going to impeach Biden for no reason. Oh, there's a reason. Payback. Yeah, it's like, they're just going to fucking do it just to do it. I mean, it's not like their guy was impeached for really bad shit <laughs> because he fucking tried to fucking uh, withhold fucking uh, aid to Ukraine. He fucking tried to create a coup. This is what he was impeached for. Withholding yeah. uh, aid to a foreign nation and trying to extract uh, black mar- uh, blackmail from them to get their money. Yep was the first impeachment. He tried to blackmail a foreign nation and then he tried to overthrow our government. That's what he was impeached for. And now they impeach Biden for nothing. Just because we don't we, like his we face. Need, we need to impeach him so we can figure out what he did. We don't like his old ass face. <laughs> That's all the Republicans. They're just a bunch <laughs> of fucking kids. We don't like his old farty face. So we're going to impeach him for being an old farty face. He was mean to our cult god. He's a fart phase. We're going to impeach him. I I still... uh, How can you have an ounce of fucking intelligence and follow Trump like he's fucking Jim Jones? Well, you you obviously... I mean, Hillary had it on the head. Even though I don't like Hillary, she named them the basket of deplorables. And that was so fucking true because Trump supporters really are the basket of the deplorable. They are the lowlifes of society. They are the worst of the worst in this country. And I can't believe we have a political party that has literally collected society's garbage to such an extent that we have a whole party in this country that's garbage, human garbage. And they wield power, the human garbage party. Uh, But... I just, I can't, it it dumbfounds me that there's that many people that he has that much of a hold on that much of the country. Caring about the poor is woke. Caring about homeless is woke. Giving equal rights to gay people is woke. Giving, treating black people like human beings is woke. Everything that is- Giving (laughs) women autonomy over their body is is woke. woke. Everything that is human, uh, like- Basic rights. Yeah, just like a compassion or empathy or anything good about humanity, they consider woke. They are literally a party of foul, hideous, rotten from the core, hateful people that consider any goodness to be woke. Any human goodness. Mm-hmm. If you show any kindness or goodness towards anyone, you're a woke liberal. Yeah. If you're in any way kind towards anyone else. And then they're going to say, but I'm a good Christian. Uh-huh. I hate everybody. Ain't like me, but I'm a good Christian. But if you nice to anybody, you woke. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's, it boggles my fucking mind that they, they have such an, they have compiled such a super villain party of literally a party that believes that any human decency is woke. Anything that would be considered 
20 years ago to be common human decency is now woke. They, they live their uh, agenda on hate and exclusion and segregation and bigotry. It's just insane that the Republicans have gotten to this point. And they're, we're tolerating this shit in this country because sadly, 30% of this country is like that. Can you believe that shit? 30% hey, of this country is literal scum. Let me ask you this. Have you heard anything more lately about, um, oh, what did they call it? Podium gate or whatever with uh, what's her name in Arkansas? I, I, I have no clue. Oh, shit. What's her name? The fucking retard face bitch that Trump had for a while is his media person. Oh, Huckabee. Yeah. Sarah Huckabee. She, uh, she apparently... Right around the same time she took a trip to, like, France with some of her friends, wrote off, like, $19,000 on a podium, and this is apparently a podium that only sells for, like, four grand. Oh, yeah, I did hear something about that. Yeah, I I knew it was Sarah Huckabee. But I haven't heard anything about it in, like, a few weeks i knew it was sarah huckabee when you said retarded because she does totally look like she's retarded she looks like she has down syndrome she looks like they took two different people's faces and like stuck them together that is a woman that i mean is she married i hope not how could she ever find a man to fuck her i mean she is gross when i look at sarah huckabee she's gotta be because her name is sarah huckabee sanders oh my god somebody (laughs) fucks that monstrosity Somebody's fucking that mongoloid. She's a goddamn mongoloid. Somebody's fucking that every night. Somebody's like, yeah, mongoloid, suck my dick. Somebody's looking down at that, sucking their dick. Oh, my God. Somebody has to look down at Sarah Huckabee while they get their dick sucked. I I do not envy that man. Holy shit, her husband's not like a mongoloid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's... He kind of looks like a simp, but he's not. I, I feel bad for the guy. He's got to look down at Sarah Huckabee whenever he gets his dick sucked, and that cannot be a good BJ. Jesus. Oh, uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Down syndrome looking bitch down there slurping away. Well, maybe some guys are into that. Some guys are into retarded chicks. Oh, God, she's ugly. They don't talk back. They just go and drool. Oh, that's just gross. You're nasty. You're nasty. You're so nasty. Oh, um, so we didn't do the show last week because you had your trip to go see your sis. Yep. So how'd your sister trip go? Oh, it was good. First um, of all, where'd you go to? Just Western Kentucky. That's where my parents live. My my other sister lives out there too. So Rodney, that's why we didn't have a show last week. She was visiting a, a relative. Yep. My sister who live i have two sisters one lives in western kentucky because she's stationed at fort campbell and the other one lives in vancouver washington and she was out to visit but she wasn't there for thanksgiving so i couldn't go just for thanksgiving but yeah she's the one that for people that have heard me talk about it had a stroke back during the summer so i really wanted to see her because i hadn't seen her since she had the stroke is she the hippie? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you would think she's a pot smoker that she would be the least likely to have a fucking stroke. Yep, and she had it. 
And they have no idea why she had it. There's no history of it on either sides of her family. Oh, my. Guys, you should have. Shut the fuck up. As soon. Shut the fuck up. As soon as Raven heard that her little sister, who's younger than her, had a stroke. Raven had anxiety to the max. She became. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. She became obsessed with. Oh my God, I'm I'm older than she is, and she had a stroke. It was like the the flashing of her own mortality in her face, where Raven started worrying about, "Am I going to be around tomorrow?" This sister's thirteen years younger than me. She's only thirty five or thirty six. I wouldn't talk about the other stuff. <laughs> Out of respect for your sister, she knows about it. No, I mean, I wouldn't talk about getting. No, I thought you were going to start talking about how you thought it'd be hot. It, okay, I'm going to ask. I'm, I'm going to ask our <laughs> Fuck listeners. You. Okay. So, uh, me and, You're an asshole. Me and Raven got, got into a discussion. Raven and I are completely on disagreement with this. And I want to ask you guys what you think, okay? Of course, if they're men, they're going to think it's fucking hot, but it's nasty. So Raven's sister looks pretty good, right? She looks decent. So I was like, you know, it'd be hot for you and your sister both suck my dick. And she's like, gross, that's fucking disgusting. I would never fucking do that. That's nasty. You even think that. I'm thinking, I think it would be hot from my perspective. Knowing, I mean, fucking nasty. I, I says, it would be hot to have sisters working on you. That would be kind of hot. And, and, you know, I don't know. As that's the, my fucking little sister. I I understand that. I get that. But as a dude, you're I think, not a dude. But I was born a dude, so there's still dude in me, <laughs> and that dude part in me says getting sisters would be kind of hot. Fuck having you. sisters, I mean, it'd be even better if they were twin sisters. That's <laughs> like the ultimate to have twin sisters. But if you can't nab twin sisters. Nabbing sisters is still okay. I, I, you, you, I just, okay. My point, my point being here is you branded me a sick pervert. Like I was really big into. You are a sick pervert. Like I was really big into incest and everything. And my counterpoint was, I believe. What did you tell me you wanted to do to me after that? I believe that, I believe that every man, like top tier, would be getting twins. Twins are sisters. Twins are sisters. I think twins is like a high point for any guy that he would fantasize about having twins. I think if a guy had an opportunity to be with twins, he wouldn't turn that shit down. So twins are sisters. So it's just like, if you can't have twins, you know, having sisters would be a, would be kind of hot too. I don't see that it, it, anybody who has a penis that has a little dude in them wouldn't find that a little bit hot. You don't need to be branded an incestual pervert to find, you know, getting with sisters hot. That's all Guys, I'm saying. She wants to fuck me with a dog dildo with a fucking knot on it. I have one. Yeah, she wants no, to No, no, no. Well, first of all, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say I wanted to fuck you with my, my dog dildo. I said we should do it because I think it would be a good video. I think guys would really like it and it would be popular if I dominated you and made you take a dog dildo. <laughs> I was thinking about business. That has nothing to do with personal <laughs> okay. preference. 
I happen to have been bought a dog dildo by a uh, a fucking fan, and uh, I have one. I own one because I was bought one. And I, I haven't fucking used it in a video yet, so it's brand new. But you want to use it on me? Well, I, I just uh-huh. figured I own the goddamn thing. It was bought for me, so I'll figure I'll use it in a video. I don't even know the regulation on that. I don't even know if that's allowed. I know, but you'll do it to me. I don't even fucking know. I've never used a fucking thing, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just have it. It's it's like, because I told Raven we need to do a video of me using toys on you, because I, I accumulate. I get toys sent to me by fans and stuff. I never really use. So I accumulate all these toys. I figured, you know, I'd use toys on Raven and it'd make a great video. I don't mind toys. Ah, ah, ha, 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 ha. and Black has chimed in. He said they're a month apart. I've slept with sisters before. Months apart. Oh, I guess it didn't go down well. Yeah. But I think that I think the dude and anybody. I think anybody who has a little dude in them, and I definitely has a little dude in me, uh, would want twins to experience that. And sisters is a close second. That would be hot. Um, a hot mom and daughter team. <laughs> That's even grosser. That that that'd be okay too. I mean, if a hot mom and daughter team were working on my dick together, that'd be hot. That's nasty. I didn't say that I want to watch them make out. Oh, that's. Incest. I'm not going to complain if they start. That's but incest. I'm not exactly going to complain or object if they start, but I'm not going to like expect that. They can just trade out. Mom and daughter. Mom show, daughter has done. It's hot. You fucking pervert. I'm just saying, Jesus Christ, I'm just honest. Fuck. You act like I haven't been kicked off every fucking side I've ever been on. I'm seriously reevaluating my relationship with you. Ouch. (laughs) That's hurtful. (laughs) You're nasty. I have made a career out of being a pervert. I'm a huge pervert. Anybody who who, uh, is a member of my loyal fans, sign up today, Kimber Dash Haven, knows I'm a fucking pervert. See, Gojira says he's totally for it, but uh, are are two dudes gonna want to eat a pussy together? <clears throat> two brothers, you want to eat a pussy with your brother, and not like <laughs> your brother, like from another mother. See, you Go- want to eat a pussy with your fucking blood brother? Gojira is on side, Kimber. That he thinks sisters would be pretty fucking hot. I think sisters would be pretty fucking hot. I think a mother-daughter uh, uh, team would be pretty fucking hot. I think twins would be pretty fucking hot. I haven't had any of that. None of it. Yet. I'm not saying I would ever turn that shit down. I'm just saying. When I was a guy, I would not want to fuck a chick with my brother. That's fucking gross. That I would love. No. I would love to hook gross. up with two hung guys that were brothers and they both pounded me out. That's fucking gross yeah. too. One should be on one side. One brother takes the throat, one brother takes the ass, and then they can switch the fuck out. That'd be fucking hot. It's gonna be hot. Fuck yeah. Couple of brothers working me over. I'm all for that shit. Yeah, that'd be hot. 
I'm not saying they need to suck each other's dick. I'm saying they both work me over. They two brothers use me as a toy. Fuck yeah. They fucking can high five and shit over me. I one's getting his dick sucked, the other's fucking me. They can high five and shit. I don't care. You want them to make out too while they're no. fucking you? No. So why is mom gonna make out with the daughter? Oh, that's hot. Yeah, fuck you. I don't like seeing dudes kiss. It grosses me out. I like seeing chicks kiss. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> no, I'm too goddamn straight to be a tranny is my problem. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. You weren't straight last night. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have a lot of straight man views. As far as sexually, I have a lot of straight man views. And I, I can agree with most of the sexual fantasies of the guy who drinks from a mug at the beer bar you know you know i have a lot of those and i think that sisters and mother daughter and twins are pretty common that guys are like yep that's a go and as far as from my bitch side my girl side um i think that something that girls don't talk about that i think that a lot of them have but they're not honest about it, is rape fantasies. Oh, I'm honest about that. <laughs> yeah, we both kind of have. I think all girls, it's kind of like a, a submission thing. Now, I, I, I personally think now, brothers would be hot. With that said, I did have a dream the other night where I was about to get raped, and that yes, was exactly. not fun. That was not fun at all. <laughs> and black, that would be the ultimate. Two black brothers that were actually brothers would be like the ultimate. Two big dick black guys that were brothers. Oh, my God. That would be a fun night. Well, what if they weren't hung? What if they were micro dick brothers? Well, then I don't want them, period. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a size queen. I have, you know, eight or better. Although I will take a seven with a serious shit-talking game. That's my only exception. I will take as little as a seven. If that man can seriously do some shit talk, if your verbal game is no joke and you're strong, you come strong with the verbal shit talk game, I'll go as low as seven. <laughs> I mean, typically my minimum is eight, but I don't know though. We've been striking out lately hardcore with the shit talking game. Hell, on our trip to Chicago, the only one that had any kind of shit-talking game was the fucking white guy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, What's up with that, brothers? And I, I don't know if you saw that last fucking video I did with uh, Thirsty, but he mumbles. <laughs> he used to be a fucking shit-talker, so I asked him, I'm like, before we do this video, you going to fucking shit-talk this time? <laughs> He's like, sorry when you said that. All I'm thinking about is Shy Ronnie. That's exactly who he is. So I'm going to be because he used to be good at shit talk. I'm like, you going to shit talk? He's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking bring it. So the whole fuck. And so halfway through the shoot, I'm like, you going to fuck it? Because he's like, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. I'm like, you really? I don't think I heard you. Are you going to mumble it? Or are you going to f- actually say it? Fuck you in the ass. What, for 53 fucking seconds? <laughs> yeah, I know, because he's such a stud. Fuck him. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in three fucking weeks. 
for everybody that doesn't know, Thirsty is the one that bugged me for fucking months to fuck me on film. And then when I finally let him, he lasted exactly 53 fucking seconds. 53 seconds, yeah. That's the beauty of video. You can time that shit. 53 seconds from first insertion to completion. 53 seconds. So I have the distinct privilege of making a man last 53 seconds. Oh, no, 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 no. You've done better. What, what? Razor Ramadan. Oh, jeez. You made a man come from insertion. (laughs) And then you made him premature ejaculate for a second time (laughs) after three pumps. So, yeah, you've had worse than thirsty. I got that golden pussy. Yeah, you've had worse than Thursday. <laughs> I think you forget you've had worse. And that was on a shoot. They both were. Yeah, but this wasn't a real shoot with Thursday. That was a real fucking BGM <laughs> crew on board shoot. That was a full-blown yeah, crew shoot. That, that fucker was rolling on something when he came to that shoot, too, though. Yeah, because what? what? Yeah, <laughs> she forgot to shut it off. And she's going to hear about it. <laughs> That's what that look is. That motherfucking, ooh, pisses me the fuck off. I tell Lexus every fucking time she leaves this goddamn show, you turn off that goddamn buzzer before you leave this fucking house. Because she put this little fucking buzzer there that allows her dog to walk over there and tell her which he needs to use the bathroom. I'm like, if you don't fucking turn it off, as soon as you leave, he's going to hang out there looking for you and it's going to go off during the whole fucking show. Every fucking time. Pisses me the fuck off. God damn. So I wanted to uh, pick your pick your brain again on some tranny shit. All right, pick it. I'm ready so, to be picked. You know how... Buck Angel is like the enemy of all fucking woke trannies. I, I I like him. I like him too. He did a post the other day responding to this tranny who was trying to claim that once trannies are on hormones, you're biologically female. And he was getting a bunch of shit. So I chimed in and I had a bunch of people actually agreeing with me too. But... Yeah, I was gonna ask you how you felt about that. What about these? All these? Because you were talking earlier. I was gonna bring it up earlier, but it didn't. It didn't actually work out. But you were talking about how crazy the fucking right is, and we have some of the equal crazies on our fucking left hand side about when. How do I put this? I don't have any clue because I still don't know what the fucking issue is after all of this. You've what, got you've got these trans girls <clears throat> that think once they start hormones that they're biologically female. Okay. And that they think and this is how I ended the statement that I said this. I was like, I don't feel that I am biologically female. I said I view myself as a transsexual woman. I said I feel like I am a beautiful transsexual woman. But at the end of the day, at my age, in another year or so, I'm still going to have to go get my fucking prostate checked. And there ain't nothing that's ever going to change that. <laughs> well, um, of course, that uh, 
taking hormones doesn't make you biologically female. That's stupid to even believe that. Um, the the biologically you will never be female. That that's just the way it is. I mean, they they just they want to be a girl so bad. They they want to believe that they're now. But but technically, on their side, I gotta side a little bit with them, in the fact that. Once you've been on hormones a significant time, you are no longer technically biological male because even on blood tests, you do not show as being a male. So you're not really a biological female either. At that point, after a few years on hormones, you've changed biologically through chemistry and physically enough that you're not really technically a man anymore, but you're not really technically a woman either. You're kind of like an in-between gender because of the hormones but buck was responding to a video so the video played and then he responded to it kind of like a but you're definitely not a biological woman and this trans person that was that was the original video creator looked like they couldn't have been on hormones for more than a year yeah, I mean, technically, if she had been on hormones several years, she could make the statement that when I take a blood test, I'm biologically female per that blood test. That would be an argument, even though it's not technically true. You're, she's not a biological female in any way, and hormones don't make you a biological female. This this one looked more like those vase that we've been seeing at the TEAs and shit. Basically, they create a man-made gender. Uh where you have traits of both genders due to chemicals. Chemicals redevelop your body, giving you female features, but you maintain male features, and you become a hybrid of the two genders through the modern chemistry, through the modern uh, science of chemistry. You become a collage of two genders. Where, you become transsexual. Yeah. You, but to sit there and try to claim that you are the same as a biological woman, I don't agree with. I, neither does Buck, and he gets a lot of shit for that. I don't consider myself a man. I don't consider myself a woman. I have done things to myself and taken chemicals that have changed me biologically on a biological level, a very deep biological level, that has hybrided me into being a, a separate gender. But so, like you said, I consider myself <clears throat> to be transsexual. I do not consider myself to be male or female. I am transsexual. I use female pronouns because I present as female. However, when it comes down to it, I'm not a real girl, but I'm far from being a dude at this point, too. Well, yeah. So I'm kind of my own gender. And I, 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 I don't want to. I'm not like well, other yeah. trans girls. I mean, girls. Buck considers himself <clears throat> a man, but he doesn't consider himself biologically male. And I'm not like other trans girls because I never wanted to be a girl. <laughs> I always wanted to be a female. Well, I never wanted to have like, like I know because my mom told me this. One of the things that had my stepfather stuck was he couldn't understand why I wanted to be a woman, but I never wanted to have gender reassignment. And that was one of the things that confused him and he could never understand. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't want to be a woman. I, I, I don't, I, I don't never want, did. I don't want a vagina. When I was 12 years old and I stole one of my dad's porns and it happened to be a shemale porn. And I watched shemale porn for the first time in my life. 
I was like, that's what I want to be. <laughs> I want to be a shemale. I want to be a chick with a fucking dick. I want to be a chick with a dick. That's what I want to be. I have never, ever wanted to be a real girl. I have never, ever wished upon a star to be a real girl. I always wanted to be a chick with a motherfucking See, dick. See, I didn't even know what it was until I was probably in my mid-20s. Yeah, I'm hardcore about the tranny lifestyle because that's all, ever, all I ever now, wanted to be. I knew what, oh, what did they call them? Um, what do they call them that they're the... <clears throat> ones that are born that way hermaphrodites hermaphrodites i knew what those were but i didn't know what a transsexual was till i was in my 20s yeah this is what i want i i people ask me are you gonna have a sexual reassignment no i that would defeat the purpose i have always wanted to be a chick with a dick i wanted to be a female not to mention i know at least 10 people 10 trans girls that have had gender reassignment and i know of at least at least four to five of them that have regretted having it. And, you know, <clears throat> like my earlier Christmas story, I can vividly remember points in my life that changed the trajectory of my life and the way it went. Seeing that video camera <laughs> w- uh, completely changed it and made me obsessed with making movies. I knew from first sight that that's what I want to do with my life. But when I watched that female porn and I saw a female for the first time, that was it for me. That's what I wanted to be. And I'm like, I want to be a, I want to grow up and be a chick with a dick. I don't want to be a chick. So, I don't want to be a girl. So what made you suppress it till you were almost 40? Fear. <laughs> but I mean, just like you, I mean, I mean, if you're going to be hundred percent honest on this show right now, you never wanted to be a girl either. Well, no. You are very similar in I, the fact that your objective is you always wanted to be a chick I with a dick. I came from a very homophobic family, so I learned to suppress it. And then, you know, and you know this too, you get to a point where the suppression just becomes normal. And then, you know, I felt like, well, you, <clears throat> what are you supposed to do next? You get married, you have kids. Yeah, that's why I do so much sissy porn. I consider myself a sissy. I I don't relate very well with these trans girls that want to be women, that want to be seen as women. It's just, I'm not the same as them. I'm a sexual deviant. I want to be a chick with a dick. That's what I want to be. I always thought they were cool. I always wanted to fuck them. I always wanted to be one. I want to be able to fucking be a chick with a dick and fuck chicks with a dick. That's what I always wanted. So I cannot relate on a a, a normal level with normal trans girls. Girls that have had gender reassignment do nothing for me. Yeah. Well, Lisa did. That was a novelty at the time, but... I get it, though, because Lisa kind of does it for me, too. Yeah, but now... She's a dirty bitch. <laughs> now, yeah, but still, now, like... I who, like the dirty bitches. Who am I in a relationship with, though? Plus, we both agree that the haircut on Lisa is kind of hot. Still, the... the. Uh, so, I, what I'm saying is I saw why you, why you wanted some of yeah, that. I got it. But I the novelty it. wore off, though. 
Well, it hasn't worn off with me. (laughs) It's because you never fucked her. No, I didn't. I'm not, I wouldn't. I, I, maybe anally. I'm not going to fuck a neo vagina. Uh, it, I would hurt her. But, you know, maybe anally, but she sucked my dick on a video. One, I only did one video with her, I think. Yeah, where you carried her down a hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's such a tiny little thing. I don't know if I could do that nowadays. That was years ago. I honestly don't know if I could do that nowadays. I'm an old lady now sad i know you're ancient i know sad oh hey uh, i used to be known as the the tranny that carry fucked bitches i don't know that i could do that anymore <laughs> and black says assertive as you are kimber how you a sissy <laughs> you weren't assertive last night i have a very submissive <laughs> side to me raven has seen it uh black men see it all the time if you've watched my porn, uh, I'm only assertive with other trannies. When I'm with <laughs> like black men, you'll see me get extremely sissified. Uh, I'm very sissy in videos with black men, especially black men. But there's been a few videos that have been very sissified with Raven, too. I get very girly when I'm submissive. Very, very girly. Not as uh, butch as I normally am <laughs> when I'm in a submissive mood. When I'm being, but yeah, I, I just, I don't relate well with normal trans girls because we just have different views about what we are and what we want. Uh, I mean, I love Amy, but and for people that don't know, one of the reasons I had to stop filming with Amy is because I see her like one of my kids now, but she is trans in that sense where she wants to have a relationship with a man. She wants to be the woman. I could even see her getting gender reassignment at some time, although she says she doesn't want it right now. But yeah, she's more that side of the spectrum. I Something happened to me last night at camp show. Okay. As much as I've cammed over the years, this was a first for me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I had a total little bitch boy. Now I'm talking bitch boy, not talking about a guy who wants to be a bitch, but a guy who's a genuine bitch boy. He got sensitive. Let me, let me. Oh. He wanted a private show with me. He took me private. Okay. I'm like, okay, what do you like? He says, I want to be your faggot. <laughs> I said, okay, I can do that. So I started dominating. I'm like, you faggot punk. And you, get, you know, you know how I do. Yeah. He got offended. Oh, my God. I heard his feelings with the names I was calling him. He hung up on me. <laughs> he ended the show. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? That has never happened in ever. Usually when I start getting mean, they what start throwing tips at me. What did he want you to do? Did he want you I, to stroke him and tell I, him he's a good little girl? I don't fucking know. Because I'm like, because uh, always... I, all I need to know when I do a private cam show is, do you, do you want me to be the bitch or do you want to be the bitch? So I say, what do you like? And they usually say, I want to suck your dick or I want to fuck you in the ass. And that tells me exactly who I'm dealing with at the time. <laughs> they want to fuck me or they want me to suck their dick. I'm dealing with an alpha daddy. I'm going to immediately go into that role on a private show. If they say they want to suck my dick or they want to get butt fucked or they want to be a faggot like this guy did, I'm going to immediately go into that role. So I'm like, oh, you want to be a faggot? You're going to be a little punk bitch for me? You're going to get down there and be a little fucking faggot punk and let me turn your little fucking bitch ass out? And 
How it, long was he on before he Only failed? a few minutes. <laughs> and he's like, you're, you're hurting my feelings. Those are mean words. <laughs> and then he fucking hung up on me. He must have been young. I'm like, what one of those, the f- One of those woke bitches. So I had to get myself Faggot together. Yeah, word. But he's the one who first used it. <laughs> I said, what do you like? He says, I want to be your faggot. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's do this. I, I was so in shock. I just sat there. And my, my screen is on that black thing saying, you know, they've ended the show. And I'm just staring at my screen. I'm just befuddled. <laughs> I'm just shocked for like five fucking minutes. I don't know what fucking happened. And then I have to get it together and then click my show on again and go back. And then he was on. He was on watching me when I went back. <laughs> so when I went back, I started shit talking him to everybody. I'm like, this pussy ass bitch. And then he left my cam room when I called him out. I'm like, this pussy ass bitch just got his feelings hurt because I called him a little faggot when he asked me to. And then he left my room. Because I, I couldn't believe he was oh still God. there when I got back. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I have a chatterbait story. You were asleep the other night, and sometimes I like getting on there to try to find you. Okay. But you weren't you weren't up. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get on and just see what's, what your competition looks like. So I got on there, and I'm bouncing around, and I'm like, all I see in this one is an ass, and I have mine set to just North America because I don't want to see the lady boys and the German chicks, and I don't want to see any of that shit. So I'm like, she's got a nice ass, so I click on it, and I'm like, hey, you got a nice booty. She goes, I was just thinking about you today. <laughs> so I'm like, really? And she turns around to your cute blonde, and I'm like, do we know each other? She goes, yeah, we've met. And apparently it's a it's a little blonde chick who danced once when we were still dancing at the Wendy parties. Oh, <laughs> you get around, you little whore. Oh, fuck you. But of course, she's apparently she lives here in Kentucky, but she doesn't do porn because she doesn't want her family to find out. But she does camming? Yeah, but she cams. Okay. Okay. What's the difference? I don't know. But she was cute. We could have definitely filmed some stuff with her, but she doesn't film. I can't believe M. Black is like, how are you a sissy? Has he never watched my videos? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I would say at the very minimum, 60% of my content is sissy content. Well, I'd say... What I'd say probably eighty or ninety percent of your shit, like in the last couple of years, is yeah, because I've been getting away from that yeah. image. I didn't like it. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, even the last video we did, you were topping me. Mm-hmm. You were my bitch. And then the last video before that, we sucked each other. Yeah, there was no like dominant top. So. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't really played the dominant role in a very, very well. Very long and time. every every video we did in uh, Chicago, you were submissive. Yeah, I can't in, remember in last time. Instance. I was the you know the one on top. It's been a while. You, you know, my fans would be shocked to to you know hear that shit. That it's been forever since I've actually topped 
um, period, or When's on video. When's the last time you even taught me on video? It's been forever. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really top. Uh, I'm mostly a dedicated bottom on videos. But most of my fans, they, they, they're locked into destroying the fag. I know, <clears throat> I know. I get that all the time still, too. Yeah, they're just locked into seeing me as a dominatrix. I feel like those Hollywood stars like Adam West. <laughs> then no matter what the fuck you do, people are always going to see Batman. you Batman. Yes! <laughs> so no matter what, I, it was a role I played. We were playing a dominatrix. I dr- We pl- dressed up like dominatrix. We were just playing a fucking yes. role. That was our character. We were playing a goddamn character in a film. We have played hundreds of different characters in films. Mm-hmm. Drastically different from one, from one another. But we I'm, play I'm a not- fucking... Character. I'm not an actual space pirate either. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, we just get branded that that <laughs> is us now. It's like we're playing, that's one movie of our entire catalog where we played that particular character. You're not actually Frida Krueger. Yeah. It, it's like we got Adam West and now we got typecast. We did such, the problem was we did our roles did it too, too good. Well. Yeah. We were so good at the role that everyone bought it as who we really are. These are dominating bitches, man. These are dominatrixes. These guys come straight from Germany. And it doesn't help that it got nominated. Because we, it it looked like we were straight from a German porn in that one, man. That was just, we knocked it out of the park. But ever since then, people thought those characters were really us. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just we play different characters on video, but both me and Raven are although, pretty submissive bottoms. Although the only other top video I have, that person has now transitioned. When I fuck people, they fucking transition. And actually, she hit me up not too long ago, and she don't look too bad. I'd fuck the man out of him. I, apparently, I do. All right, but it's time <laughs> to go, right? Yep, we got So anyway, I hope we made you laugh a little bit and entertained you, and have a great fucking Christmas, people. Yep. And we will talk to you we, on the next show should, after Christmas. On, no, we should be on next next weekend. Yeah, so after Christmas. No, next Christmas isn't until Monday. Oh, it isn't? Yeah. Oh, So we see. should be on Saturday. Oh, so we're going to have another show before Christmas? Yes. Sweet. All right, right, people. We love you. Peace. Bye. Hi, guys. I have some fun on here. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick.